Welcome to Grow and Get Rich, the podcast where you will learn how to grow your audience, grow your mindset, and most importantly, grow your bank account so you can get rich online. I'm your host, Brittany Bud. Here we are. If you are brand new to this community or brand new to doing Ask Me Anything Free Coaching Friday with me, let me give you a breakdown of what it looks like. I want to welcome you to this community, Grow and Get Rich. It's my community. I'm the creator and facilitator. My name is Brittany Budd. I am a stockbroker turned multiple six-figure money mindset and business coach. And I help female entrepreneurs to build and scale their businesses to six figures and beyond organically using social media. And I used to do free coaching Fridays all of the time. I kind of got out of it. Um, you know, life happens, things happen, whatever. And how it works is I'm here live. I have added, and I'll add it into the comments too, the link. If you guys want to come into this Zoom meeting with me and get coached by me as like a hot seat style, absolutely do that. If you don't want to come on live with me and join the Zoom room, you can just ask me questions in the comments and I will answer them for you and give you coaching. And nothing is off limits. You can ask me about anything. You can bring any problems to me to get coached on. Does not matter. I'm just here to love and support and serve you. I want this community to be a place where you feel like you can come and ask questions and get real answers from a real business coach, not just strangers on the internet giving you their two cents when they have no idea what's going on, like actual strategic answers so that you can get your business going in the direction and trajectory that you want it to go. No problem is unsolvable. Can I share a problem that um, one of my clients brought yesterday into the 10K membership group? I won't name her, but to, you know, to respect her privacy, but she came and it was, it was right at the end. There was only a few minutes left. And I could see it in her energy. I, I, I can pick up on people's energy very quickly, very easily. And I could see in her energy that she wasn't quite herself. But I didn't want to call her out. Be like, hey, what's going on in front of everybody? Because so I don't think that that's fair. I, I like having anxiety disorder. So whenever the teacher would be like, hey, what do you think? I'd be like, ah, <laughs> I think I'm sweating. <laughs> um, but she she raised her hand to get coached and she has one week left of her launch of her new program. And her husband has been suddenly called into work for like super long shifts. He must do something similar to my husband because my husband works, you know, 12 and a half hour shifts when he is on shift, when he's not in class. So I feel it, I, like I feel for her. And she said, I've basically lost 24 hours. I had plans. <laughs> I had plans for content creation and like live and I feel like my launch is ruined now. And like that feels like a really big problem when you're in the middle of a big launch for your like your first program ever. And so we problem solved. We came up with new ideas for her to optimize the time she does have, not make the fact that her husband has to work mean anything about her, really trust in her authority as an expert, and that what she brings to the table is 
enough. Like whatever she can say between now and the end of the launch, trusting that as the CEO of her business and as the expert in her field, she's going to say the right thing. Right. So we just did a little bit of work like that. So like I say, it might feel really big to you. It might feel like there is no possible solutions to your problems. We also came up with a couple of ideas on how she wants to structure her business now because having her husband and structure her program, because having her husband um, get called into work and be gone for basically 24 hours. That makes you have a lot of thoughts about, can I actually structure this the way I wanted to? Can I actually run this the way I wanted to? Can my business actually look the way I pictured it in my mind? And so we came up with a few because I am very analytical. I'm a problem solver. So when you're in the mud and in the muck, it feels like, you know, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. There's no end in sight. Everything was just ruined and you should probably just quit for now. And start again when when things feel lighter and easier. But when you bring your problems to me, I have like a bird's eye view. Like you are in it, I am out of it. So I can see solutions to the problems that you have not even thought of. So I offered her a couple of solutions to kind of try on because I don't think that my way is the best way. I think there's lots of ways to do things. So I love when I'm able to see lots of solutions and lots of paths that my clients can take and then let them lead with their soul and their highest self and their intuition to go, oh, yeah, that feels good in my body. I want to go that way. Thanks for showing me this. Hey, no problem. And so she's completely changed how her program structure is. And that's totally fine. No one's going to mind. No one's going to care. It's taken all of the pressure that she created. There's no true pressure, but she created lots of pressure. That's all been removed for her. And now she's moving forward in her launch so much happier and freer and feels like a huge weight has been lifted off. That's what we want at the end of the day, right? We don't want our businesses to suck the light out of us and make us want to like quit and cry and die and curl up in a ball. Like sometimes it does. And if it does, like, please don't make yourself wrong for being a human being and wanting to quit and cry and die and curl up in a ball and just like snuggle up in blankets and hide for a while, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. That's like the loudest voice that's going to be in your head is saying, something's wrong with me. What's wrong with me? I know I'm doing the right things. I'm trying to manage my mindset. Because as a CEO, when you're selling things, like if you are not getting sales, it is because you are lacking like CEO level belief in your thing. Because we like as a business coach and like your consumers, we're all consumers. You can throw anything out into the world and someone will probably buy it. Like that's just the way it is. But when we're just throwing anything out into the world, Someone might buy it. Yeah, it boosts our validation and our confidence a little bit, but there's no real strategy there. When there's no real strategy there, we get in our minds about how do I market myself better? How do I get more sales? How do I make more money? How do I position myself better? And we start creating, searching for solutions to problems that aren't the real problem. 
I'm going to say that again. When you're not getting sales that you want, you will often, we as humans, will start looking for problems and trying to figure out solutions to, to problems that aren't actually real. Because our brain starts going, again, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with my offer? What's wrong with my audience? Why aren't they buying? I don't understand. This is all stupid. And then we get really frustrated. Good marketing uh, is not something that we're ever taught. But when you are in 100% belief in the thing that you are selling and you go, this is so fucking good. The price is so fucking good. The results are so fucking good. The process is so fucking good. When you have 100% belief in who you are as a leader and what you bring to the table, your marketing will start getting better because you're going to be speaking to that confidence and that energy and that like CEO level shit. We tend to start creating marketing that is trying to convince the people like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm so good. I'm so good at this. <laughs> my, pro my program, right? <laughs> Please buy it. <laughs> the price is a no-brainer, quote unquote. We love saying that. I always kind of giggle when I see people say, the price is a no-brainer. Are you trying to convince me or are you trying to convince you? Do we want to be calling in clients that are making no-brainer business decisions? I don't. I want to be calling in clients who are making full brain business decisions. I want them using all the parts of their brains and their bodies and their souls when they make the decision to invest in the shit that I sell. Because I think it's a big decision, whether it's $100, whether it's coming in here free, whether it's working with me in Big Clit Energy. Getting your Big Clit on. <laughs> Getting your bag. <laughs> like these are whole brain decisions, I think. I believe that these are whole brain decisions. If you are making no-brainer decisions in your business, you can probably attribute some of the struggles that you're facing and the lack of sales confidence and the lack of money into, well, I'm doing no-brainer things. So everyone that's not using their brains should buy my thing. No. But these are real problems. There's actually nothing wrong with you. There's actually nothing wrong with your program. There's actually nothing wrong with your price. And there's definitely nothing wrong with your audience. The problem is belief. When you're talking from belief and talking to the people that are like, I'm like 80% of the way to a yes, but because I have a normal human brain, and I talked about this earlier this week, I'm having thoughts because we can't exist without having objections in our lives. Can I tell you an objection that I faced today? <clears throat> On my TikTok, I watch a lot of people that like do makeup. Like I love, like I really like Michaela. I love her like Jersey accent. <laughs> it's so cute. I love it. <laughs> it's so much fun to me. 
Um, there's lots of amazing creators. She just kind of popped into my mind because I was watching her earlier today. But I've seen like a ton of creators be like, not to be inappropriate. Well, I'm always inappropriate, but like your like your nipple color is your best lip liner. And girls, I was looking at these puppies today. And I'm just like, I have questions and confusion. And I'm just like, that's not the color. <laughs> that is not the color. So like, you're selling me on it. I believe that your nipple color should be the color of your lip liner. Just not for me. Like I'm facing objections and hesitations to like subscribing to that information. I think absolutely for other people because they're doing it. They're like, bitch, this is the color of my nipple. And then they put it on their lips and you're like, damn, clean energy, bring it. If I saw you in the street, I'd be like, back, look at her makeup. She's gorgeous. But I'm looking at mine and I'm like, oh, hell no. I am going to look like I am sick. <laughs> like, what is going on? So again, in your everyday in your everyday life like you're gonna face objections even to like completely random shit and so when you understand that people are gonna have thoughts about your offer they're not just gonna read one post or follow you or watch you do one live and be like wow it's only this price i love it i'm in i have no objections ever i've never had any thought about it this is the first time i'm being exposed and i'm just ready like I'm not saying that never happened because it absolutely does happen. But if you are banking on making millions of dollars of people just being exposed to you like for the first time and then giving you access to their bank accounts and just being like, take whatever you want out of it whenever you've got a new thing, like that's just not super realistic. So when you're in full 100% belief, you're going, look, people, listen up. You need to be using the same color lip liner as your nipple. Okay. Like, here's why. I'm just going to keep using this as an example, I guess. Here's why it's the best thing for you. Here's the results you're going to get when you're using it. Like, here's what happens when you don't use it. Okay, so I watched a girl and she was like, and I, the reason that I'm on this right now, so I do have fun box and I was watching a girl the other day on TikTok and she was like, okay, like, look at this lipstick. It's brand new and she puts it on and she's like, shit this is terrible like this does not look good on me at all I am not this is not the vibe so she's like but wait if I put my <laughs> if I put my like lip liner on it's gonna look better and so I was like okay so anyway I got my FabFitFun box a couple of days ago and I got this this color this color lip gloss from Rihanna it's Fenty Beauty and it is called Unbutton. And when I tell you that this color is not my color at all, it is so pale and it's like a pinky beige. It looks like it would be very pretty. Yeah, I got it on my hand. I swatched it on my hand for you guys. But it's just off. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe if I knew... And trusted that my nipple color would be the best lip liner. Maybe I could fix this problem. We've got like 40 minutes left. All right, sweet. If you want to unmute, let's do it. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. You? I'm great. Okay. Um, so uh, you were talking about the, the way that, you know, you feel 
sometimes uh, feeling drained in the business and and all of that. Like I can relate to that with uh, my other work, not with my business. I feel like I really want to do my business, but I feel, you know, scared. And like you said, with the belief, like I'm struggling with the belief that right now, whatever I'm making, like I know for a fact that on this day, I'm going to get this much on this day, I'm going to get this much. But with business, like, especially the fact that, you know, I've taken kind of like a big break, uh, gap from it, I feel more um, anxious and kind of lacking confidence, even though I know I shouldn't be. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Now, now what's going on is like, uh, I'm doing other work, um, which is helping me, but I don't feel really aligned to it. So I feel kind of stuck in that sense. And hence, I'm feeling like I'm procrastinating and doing the things for my business, for my free challenge that I'm starting. Like I wrote a post, I made a little video on Instagram and, and I kind of prepared some content that I'll be starting next week. So I've done that much, but I wonder what I should do more. Oh, do you think that you have to do more? Like, okay, when does the challenge start? That's the first question. I, I, I fixed the date as, uh, um, so 2nd October. Right. So you have lots of time to get people into your challenge. Yes, I want to do it in my main group. So it's not the people that I'm concerned with. I already have like over 1,800 people. And of course, I do want more people. That's definitely there. But the 1,800 people who are already there, eight, the 1,900 people who are already there, I feel like I, sh I want to show up for them first and foremost. And of course, draw more people in. Yeah. Okay, so what did, do you already have kind of like a little bit of a plan that you want to implement for your content until that day? Um, like, so for 14 days, I've got the topics fixed. I've got like uh, short paragraphs written on what I want to talk about. So um, that, that's it. Like, I, I don't have, I haven't done the events, like making the events, scheduling the events or informing people or, or promoting and basically I, I feel kind of lost and I think it's the shaky not feeling confident thing which is affecting me the most especially in combination with the other work I'm doing which I am kind of hating at this point but I'm a bit scared to leave it but then again it's, it's not like I need it but yeah sure it helps like it, it's just a bit beyond my uh, needs in terms of right I mean the needs are met it's just a bit beyond my slightly you mentioned that you're feeling like shaky and nervous. What are you shaky and nervous about? Um, so in the past couple of months, I did not show up live. So something in my brain is going like, what makes you think you'll show up the next 14 days? What makes you think like you can do it? Like, even though I know I can, there's that fear part, like telling me that what if I don't show up? What if I... Uh, make mistakes or what if uh, nobody else shows up or what if I don't promote it properly and it's just uh, I just get like a couple of views like two or three views and I have a group of 1900 people inside and so and if, if I only get like one or two views that's what discourages me yeah okay so what if that does happen what are you making that it's not the end of the world but um that would make me feel like, well, not uh, not that, I don't know how it would make me feel. Just, um, I guess uh, a little bit like I could have done better. It would make me feel bad because I, I mean, like what I want to offer. Uh, because I 
I feel like what I want to offer, what I want to say is important and people will resonate with it. And I feel like by not sharing, I'm being hard on myself. If I shared, I would have uh, felt better. And if people would be able to, you know, like take it in, uh, soak it in, absorb it, then I'd feel better. And I think they would also feel better. It's the energy. Like I feel like the, it'll, I'll be in higher vibe energy. Yeah. Okay, here's kind of what I want to point out to you, though, is that you're making your energy rely on how other people respond. A little bit, yes. Yeah. And when it comes to anything that we're doing in life, whether it's our business or our relationships, friends, family, spouses, children, if we put our emotional responsibility onto other things, then like we yeah. kind of always set ourselves up to be upset because we're not taking responsibility for ourselves. So I want to encourage you to really do some mindset work around, I don't need anything from my audience. If I only get one or two views, that doesn't mean anything about me. I'm going to keep going. Because it doesn't mean anything yeah. about you. It doesn't mean that they don't like you. It doesn't mean that what you're saying is invaluable. It doesn't mean anything it just means it didn't get some views okay that's not a big deal it doesn't okay. mean anything about you and i also feel like uh so i'm tutoring a lot of students right and at the moment i uh, internally i feel a little bit tired brained a little bit fed up but then the pay is pretty good in terms of what i used to get before so it's uh if it's meeting me financially i am getting what i need to have as a must but then just a little bit more than the must, not like what I really want, not my goals, not my desires, but a little bit more. So if I save and save and save, then I can afford something. So it's kind of at that place. So with the money mindset and everything, like there's a part of me that wants to be like, I don't want to do any more tutoring. Like I want to stop a couple of tu um, tutoring so that I can focus more on myself, whether that's my exercise, whether that's my business, whether that's my even even just taking rest. Um, so I want to do those things. But then there's the other part of me that goes like, if I just go three days of, it, it's three days out of seven. So um, if I go three days and just use the rest four days, like, you know, like make it a, a, like adjusted, basically, if I adjust yep. it, then I can do both. So like, do you get the dilemma? Like a, one part of my brain is like, I want to stop this completely, even though it, though it means that, it's a side hustle, right? So um, it's not full time. It's only three days a week. So one part of my brain wants to stop doing it so that um, I get seven days to do whatever I want. And then the other part's like, now I'm making a little bit more than I made before. So I should hold on to that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, uh, it, it's, it's like uh, that I'm telling myself it's to be better with time management, energy management and things like that. Wow. Okay, so here's kind of my thoughts. You have two options here. And the option that you choose is entirely up to you. There's no right or wrong option. But if, you, if you're wanting to focus on your business more, you can decide to take less tutoring students so that you can open up more availability. Because right now, from my understanding, you're unable to accommodate paying clients right now because you're so busy. Yeah. 
and and also the whole thing about being consistent like at least i should i believe i should spend at least two hours on my business whether that's commenting in groups um posting content writing new content because i've been using the old content just recycling it again and again and again and that's fine but i also feel i do feel inspired but i don't have the time or energy to actually type a content piece which I'm disappointed in myself for that because I know I can do so much better because I know that I have a lot more in me to write and uh, post content. I just want to like bring it out. That makes sense. But because of all the mental frustration with the tutoring and everything and other work and other stuff, I feel like I'm not able to make time out for my business two hours a day or, or one hour a day. Okay. Yeah. I I don't love that I'm hearing you say that you're so frustrated with yourself and disappointed with yourself because that isn't helpful. It's just mean to you. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's nothing wrong with you. It's okay if you're busy. Like you do have a very busy life. Everybody can kind of relate to that. You know, I don't think any of us are sitting around being like, I start my business because I have tons of time and just nothing to do. Really, you're busy. Don't make yourself feel bad for having to prioritize your life over your business sometimes. I think that we're kind of conditioned to make ourselves feel bad because, yeah, as women, we kind of have been told that our value comes from what what we we produce. Yeah. And so you're telling yourself, well, if I don't put in one to two hours a day into my business, then like I'm not doing a good job. What if you could only get 10 minutes in to just like scratch down a post and it was had spelling errors and was totally imperfect, but it was exactly what you were inspired about and you just wrote it and posted it. And that was all you could do today. Like, what about the thing like, you know, whatever I post, I, I want to keep a record of what I post, right? I mean, I don't want to just post in the group and get it lost. So I feel like I should be organized. So I think I have that pressure of keeping all my posts together in like a file or something. So I should do that on my phone. Why like, do you want to, like, why do you think you need to do that? Because, the well, repurposing content or the purpose of repurposing content is Okay. In future. Okay. I don't feel like you need to do that. If you feel like you need to do that, I would, because I do all of my content from my phone, but if you're someone that does all of your content from your computer, like I would say every time you write a piece, write it in your notes app or in like a Google document and then copy and paste it into your community from there. And then you've got it stored somewhere. Okay. Then I can do like every day, uh, one post. Yeah. And then there's that pressure of, you know, like posting multiple posts a day and thinking that uh, it's not going to get a lot of reaches. Like I can see how many reaches my posts get one to 10 maximum at this point. Um, So yeah, I think uh, I just really want to bring in some more momentum it'll take time like it'll take me a little bit of time to show up consistently with content with new content and in the present moment yeah okay it's gonna take as much time as you think it's gonna take like you can create that momentum back very quickly 
because you do have a large group. 1,900 people is a lot of people. And they do enjoy you. They love you. And so if you decide with 100% belief, like I am back, this is how I'm showing up now. This is more than enough. And everyone's going to love it. I don't think it will take very long for people to feel that from you and be like, yes, she's here. That is true. Like once or twice when I did do a, a couple of lives during the past couple of months, um, a few people who were pretty consistent, uh, they did comment back and forth. And so I feel like if I could get, get that much going on again, uh, that would be great. Um, yeah, oh. so I think I could. And uh, what about the tutoring? Like a part of me, I know it's just complete money mindset, but it's like, you know, a part of me wants to feel like letting it go and even using that time to sleep is necessary or not that I'm uh, really sleepy or tired all the time, but just to relax or do other things and maybe work more on my business or work more on my studies or exercise or whatever. Like, But then the other part is like, well, I didn't chase these students or anything. They, they wanted to, they wanted me to tutor them. And so um, it just feels weird to turn something down. Um, and, and also, um, it's only, it's the part time. So I'm thinking like, should I try to manage the time, like, you know, time management and get really better at time management or should I say no, like, should I, you know, do the tutoring and take and manage my time better or should I say no, even though that would make me, that would mean a couple of, an amount lost per month, you can look at it that way. Um. But I'm, I just get confused about this and this stresses me. Okay. So this is where I was like, I have kind of two ideas and then we kind of, I went off on a little bit of a tangent. So, okay. You actually have a few, you have a few different options here. You, without the tutoring, your needs are met. So I think that's really clear that you and everybody else understands without the tutoring, her needs are met. The tutoring adds extra, right? Right. Right. Not a lot extra, but yeah, a little bit extra. Yeah. A little bit extra. So you can decide to sacrifice the tutoring extra with the belief that you're going to replace it with coaching clients. Mm. Okay. You can continue to tutor and try to manage your time better. As you said, you can cut off some of the tutoring students and raise the rates on the other. So you create a little bit of time and you don't lose all of the extra income. I see. What would you do if you had a similar situation? I would, this is a really great question. What would I do? I'll preface this by saying that it took me a long time to get to the point where I was in 100% belief that I was going to get clients no matter what. So if I wasn't in 100% belief, I would probably reduce the client and raise my tutoring rates so that I knew that I had a little bit of a cushion because when we're when we're making business decisions and life decisions, like when we decide to buy a new car or get married or whatever, but for the sake of business, like we make our decisions based on feeling safe. Right. 
And so if I, if I could feel 100% safe in my decision, safe for me being my bills are paid, my needs are met, I'm not at risk of like losing my place to live or like going deep, deep, deep into credit card debt. When I could feel that safety, then I would say, okay, I'm going to go get coaching clients now because I don't need people to pay me. I want them to. Is that, is that just like for um, right now, as in like uh, this month and next month and the, and the next couple of months? Or are you looking at like the next year? So for example, in terms of feeling safe, uh, say uh, next year I'll have like X amount for inexpensive. And so there's a part of me that wants to kind of save up, not not anticipating anything bad happening, but say um, looking forward to an investment like in future, um, investment of any sort. So um, like, you know, that would make me feel safe. Like, does that make sense? Like, uh, so part of me wants to save up until I get to an amount. And, and, and then I feel like I would like to go for the, the one that you said that um, reducing some of the students and raising the rates on the others. Yeah. If that for you is what will make you feel safe, then that is the thing that you need to do. Because if, if you're constantly, yeah. Yeah. If you're yeah. constantly worried about, oh, I wish I had the savings. Oh, I wish I had the savings. Oh, I wish I had the savings. It's going to be very difficult for you to release the tutoring clients and then open yourself to accepting coaching clients because you're you're still too focused on, well, what if the coaching clients don't hire me? And you need to be at a point where you don't need anyone to act a certain way in order for you to be safe and be secure and be confident in your abilities. Right. Um, so how, how do you go from the belief that, yes, my content is great. And yes, when I do show up, uh, maybe people do watch it the first time or not, but as I will be more consistent and post new content, um, you know, new, better content than before, because we're always evolving. So from that belief to people are going to reach out to people are going to book sales calls and people are going to, you know, hire me. So, um, how do you shift the belief? Because I know that like the belief can be shifted pretty quick if we just make the decision. Yeah. And while that's true, while that's true, what is the like practical aspect of it? Like, I feel it's true at an energetic level, but uh, in terms of practical ways, like how, how does that define? I love this. Because we're always told this, right? Like, if you just believe yeah. more, <laughs> then everything will work out. And while that's not false, it's not 100% true either. Like, we need to have, it's, it's a 50-50 of the mindset and the strategy, right? And so the thing for me that is most important when it comes to the belief is that the mindset and the belief has to come first. And the strategy okay. second, as humans, we often problem solve by strategizing more and yeah. going, well, if I just do more, then my belief will catch up to me. 
because now I'm doing yeah. more. So of course, but actually, and you know, we, we face this like with faith, right? When we're trying to manifest and we're praying and we're asking God in the universe to deliver things to us and show up for us, we know we have to be the ones to take the first step. Like God in the universe is not coming towards us being like, hey, I have a multiple million dollar business I want to give you. And it's like, got to be standing in front of you before you have to take the first step, right? Right. Like, it's waiting for you to start taking action. And it's the exact same when we're building our businesses. Our belief is like, our strategy needs to wait for the belief. Like, we need to be in better belief. Like, that's the step. And then the strategy comes from being in belief, not lacking belief. When we strategize with lack of belief, it just creates burnout and chaos and no sales. And it's just a bad scene. So for me, the, the shorter version of the answer to your question is the mindset is a constant activity for me. Yeah. Yeah. I am always aware of what my brain is doing. I am always aware of the thoughts. And as soon as I catch my brain, because I do have a normal human brain, as soon as I catch my brain starting to spiral and be like, you should do this, you should do that, you should make a post, you should be like DMing people, you should be doing ads because it's crazy. Maybe you should go buy this webinar, maybe you should buy this course or do the, do, do, do. like as soon as my brain starts telling me I'm not good enough and I need to go do other things and look outside of myself for validation, that's my cue to start raining it back in and go, no, 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 no. I'm forgetting who I am here. Right. That that really makes a lot of sense, like because um we, our thoughts continuously change throughout the day, and whenever we have a negative thought, it's just about catching it and bringing it back to base, and uh, like you know raising the bar on our beliefs. Yeah, that's that very very interesting. And it's our true. thoughts, it's so true. Our thoughts. My coach Sam mentioned this, and I've seen other coaches talk about this too. Your thoughts. If you can view them like clouds floating by in the sky, and I've taken this analogy and I've completely twisted it. I've heard lots of coaches say, if you think of clouds just kind of floating by in the sky and just like letting them come and go and just being like, oh, hey, hey, thought, bye. And as it floats away, you just kind of like let it come and go. I have, I have elaborated and thought, added to it that, you know, if, if your thoughts are clouds in the sky, and we're yeah. watching them just kind of float in and float by and not making them mean anything. But if you had the ability, which you do, if you had the ability to stop clouds in the sky, yeah, you don't have this ability. But if, if clouds are thoughts, you have the ability to stop them in the sky and start kind of combining them. So like mean ones are floating by and you're going, Ooh, I don't like that one. And now it's staying put. And now another mean one's coming by and you're like, I don't like that one. And now it's staying put. And you're collecting. Well, like with respect to weather, we know that a lot of clouds together turn black and turn into a storm. Yeah. And so when we, if we're stopping those thoughts and really focusing all of our effort on these negative thoughts, it won't be too long until we have created a complete shit storm of meanness that creates us to spiral. So if you can allow yourself to just go, that wasn't very nice, but I'm just going to let it go by because thoughts are thoughts and they don't mean anything. They're just ideas. My brain is just telling stories that are complete crap. 
So when we can be really aware of what our thoughts are doing and be like, no, 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 that's not true. Even though it might feel true. And because our brain is wired to seek answers, when we ask it questions, it's going to find answers. So when we start saying things like, why isn't this working? Well, here you go. Your audience doesn't like you. You're not getting any views. Your offer is crap. It costs too much. It costs too little. People don't see the value. Like it will always make ideas or make, make answers to the questions we ask it. Unfortunately, we default in asking it really mean stuff. So if you're going, ooh, no, I need to reword this question so it works in my favor. It's like, why is this going to work for me? Or why do my clients love me? Or why is this program so fucking awesome? Well, here's a list of reasons. Yeah, that really, really helps. Like, I, I do feel like, there are, you know, once I start this program and, and I intentionally made it long so that it gets me in the habit of um, showing up, not from a pressure point, just because um, I, I actually do want to serve my audience. And ah. It's just maybe in, in that moment, like say, for example, I say that I'm going to go live two days later at this time, maybe right now I'm all fired up, but then at that time, maybe uh, throughout the day, I do a lot of work and then I physically, just physically feel tired or maybe it rained and I want to take a nap like instantly at that moment. So if I don't keep my words, then that's not a good thing. Like neither for me, nor for my audience, it, it, it's just not a good thing. And I know I can reschedule, but um, if I do that too often, that's still not a good thing. So I believe that uh, one should be in integrity, right? Like, I mean, with their time and as much as possible, we should stick to it. Um, yeah. Of course, there are exceptions with the rescheduling. So it's that part that scares me. Like, oh, what if something happens and then I keep on anticipating things that will probably be okay. So that's something I feel like um, I will... I think that'll just, you know, wear off and the more I do it. And it's, again, not coming from pressure or not feeling good enough. It's coming from pressure of just changing the habits. Right. Um, something like exercise, like it's difficult, but changing the habits, then after a couple of weeks, like you get adjusted to it and it feels good. So yeah. Instead of looking at, oh, I have to uh, do exercise, but, oh, I, oh, I can't, I get to do my lives. Like it's changing from that to that. Right. I think that it's really important. So I just had all of my membership members do a time inventory for the week where I made them go through how they were spending their day. I did half hour in increments, but they could do it however they wanted. In their business, doing other stuff, but also thinking about their business. And I think it's really important when we're thinking about creating our businesses and thinking about time management and how we want to show up is that you kind of have an idea of what you are going to do for the day and then really making sure that what's a priority is at the top and anything else. Like I am not a strict schedule kind of person because I too, I need to honor my energy. So I'm very similar. I am, and it took me a while to get to this place. I'm in a place now where I allow myself to have certain tasks be able to be sl like slid around in my day. And if I don't get to them, I'll do them tomorrow. And it's okay. It doesn't mean anything about me. But that said, I do still have like my priorities where like I have, like I show up on Thursday mornings and do coaching in the membership for an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. 
Like that's kind of a non-negotiable for me. Those people paid me, they're expecting me. Um, like my one-on-one clients, they pay me really good money to show up and be on those calls. So those are non-negotiables, but also allowing myself permission. Like, yeah, if I do feel like shit or I'm sick or one of my kids is sick, or if I have an appointment to make it okay to still be a normal person and move those things around if I need to. But with respect to like creating content, like if I can only get one sentence out and a piece of content and that's my post for the day, I'm having a really bad day. I don't make myself wrong for that. Even if I've scheduled like two hours for content creation and I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm going to write a thousand emails. If that doesn't happen because something has going on in my life, that just gets moved to the next day and I don't make it a big deal. Right, right. So yeah, that's the thing, like moving it to the next day, but still doing it on the next day, not rescheduling it again for the second time or third or fourth time. Like I think that's the part that I, I kind of need to work on. And I understand like it makes sense. It takes some time to get them, but you eventually do get there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like I know you were a student for a while. I don't know if you're still a student, but like you you go to class like those are commitments that you make. Those are commitments that the other students make and that your professor makes to be there. So we do have to honor the commitments that we're making in our business, but also honor the human side of running a business and being a human on the inside, Uh, like running the business and trying to do all of the things. So there's definitely a balance of like, what am I committed to? What are my priorities and what can get moved? And I saw someone recently and I, I, don't remember who it was. Oh, anyway, I'm, I apologized. But they were saying like, if you have like your list of things that you need to do today and you move some of the things to tomorrow, if you're going to move them to tomorrow, they need to be at the top of the list as like top priority for tomorrow. And if you can't put them on the top of the list because you have other major priorities, if you end up moving them to another day, so now you've moved them twice, there's a good chance that you should probably just cross them off your list and just not even worry about them because they're not important to you. And like, you're not even doing them anyway. (laughs) So why are you making yourself feel bad for having them on a list? So just kind of like things like that, where we really need to look at like, what are we committed to? What's the priority today? And scheduling time for rest, like rest is an income producing activity as well. So working yourself to the bone does not work. Like one of my clients yesterday when we were talking about the time management, she was like, I had a nap. <laughs> was like one, like I had, I had something scheduled and like my kids were at school. I wasn't feeling great. So I had a nap until I got home at three. And I was like, that's perfect. Like, <laughs> like we have to be able to create space for resting because we are like batteries. You'd never let your cell phone get to like 10% battery life without plugging it in, but you do with your body all the time. That's not fair. Right. So, you know, like scheduling about one to two hours a day for rest and relaxing. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. Um, this, this was very, very helpful, especially with the belief mindset. And now I think I got clarity, like, you know, with what I'm going to do mm-hmm. for the next month. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Awesome, friends. Okay, so our time's almost up. I will let you guys know. I'm going to be back next week. Um, I haven't fleshed out my topics yet, but I will. I'm, I'm going to be back next week live Monday to Friday again. 
lots of different topics on money and mindset and CEO and manifestation. Actually, I'm going to make a post about this too, but I was thinking of doing like a three to five day like manifestation challenge and the content has turned into like a month's worth. So I'm wondering if you guys would prefer if I squished it all and had like three to five days or if you'd like it to be kind of longer and in smaller chunks. Um, and I, I think I'm going to do it for free. Oh, we're going to do that. But let me know <laughs> if you'd prefer to be shorter or longer. Um, also, the Reels Bootcamp is starting in less than two weeks. So if you have not registered for that, go and get yourself signed up. There's a private Facebook group. You can start sharing your Instagram handles now and starting to follow each other and engage with each other and start kind of building up that engagement momentum because we know social media, you have to be social. And if you want the algorithm to love you, got to be interacting with other people. So who better to interact with than people that you know are going to interact back with you? Really help start building up that algorithm momentum. So when you start putting out these kick-ass reels, they're going to be amazing. They're going to blow up. They're going to be so much fun. It's like a no pressure situation. Again, you don't have to have fancy hair and makeup. You don't have to have a fancy background. You don't have, a have to have a fancy camera. I have taken all of the guesswork out of reels so that you can start optimizing and maximizing your reels right now, even if you're already doing them. You're just like, I just want to see what she has to say. Like, come on in. It's $2.97. It's 30 days of reels. And then finally, Baclit Energy Mastermind hybrid one-on-one -on -one experience is enrolling new people right now. So if you are someone that already has a business and you want to really take it to that next level, you want to step into that CEO version of yourself, you want to market better, you want to be in more belief, you want to be more confident, you want to say what you want to say, you don't want to do things that you should do anymore, you just want to figure out what you want to do and start doing those things so that you can be a powerful magnet for clients and cash. This is for you. I'll put the link in the comments. Um, it's brittanybud.com forward slash strategy. And like I said, I'll put it in the comments for you guys. And we're working on a we're working on a sales page right now. I'm I'm very excited about it. So I will see you all next week. Have an amazing rest of your day. I for one am going to be taking the rest of the afternoon off. I'm going to meet my husband for lunch again, which I'm so excited about. I'm loving that we're going on dates right now. All right, friends, have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend and I'll see y'all soon. Bye. Hey, babe, if you find yourself struggling to find clients, grow your following, get rich online with your business, then you and I need to talk. I'm going to help you to create a wildly profitable business online, zero hustle, and a shitload of fun go to my website, brittanybud.com and check out the ways that we can work together. See you soon.